What's up, everybody? My name is Brandon McCollum, also known as BMXC, and this is Nice Minds. I'm with a very, very, very special guest today, Amanda Yang. What's good, Amanda? How are you? Hi, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, considering this crazy, crazy year. It's just been right. insane. Can you insane. believe it's been a year already since yeah. this all started? That's That's wild to me. It's so wild. Yeah, I feel like I'm a lot older than I am right? <laughs> because of that. Same. Like, a lot of struggle, a lot of like, do you ever get, you know how like there's not a lot of sun in the, the wintertime, so we're just oh, a little yeah. bit more depressed than usual? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we felt like five of those <laughs> this one yeah. year. Oh, for sure. Yeah, especially this year. I. That's crazy you mentioned that lately. I, my, It's just been hitting me hard. I mean, mm -hmm. I get, it's weird. I get from like late December till like, April I get this like seasonal effective stuff mm -hmm. that just like it's like no matter what I do I just cannot shake it it's it's the craziest thing and it's just this yeah. gloomy weather but um enough about sad stuff let's get into <laughs> you um so I actually know of you through a bunch of people um I think I was first aware of you through Kenny Gray Oh, cool. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Yeah, so I I can't remember when, but probably like four or five years ago, I think I became aware of you. I don't know if oh, wow. he told me about you or what, but um, I checked out your music and I was like, wow, she's she's really dope. And I actually have a, a Amanda Yang playlist. Oh, that's um, so cool. On the Apple Music. Because like, I just make playlists of different artists that I like or whatever. And so anytime you drop a song that I like, I just throw it in there. And I think it's <laughs> up you. to like up to like 20 songs now. Um, so I've been a fan for a while now. Um, and then I started working with Miles Graves and uh, uh, his company. And then, you know, you were always being talked about then, too. Oh, cool. um, so your name just keeps popping up in different circles. And uh, I wanted to get you on here to, to talk and kind of get your background and chit chat a little bit yeah that's amazing thank you so much for even asking me um I used to be like really camera shy and like just I was so focused on just like making music for the past since I was like what 16 and um talking to other people about making music was so weird to me but I realized that like it's it's totally normal <laughs> to to have these conversations and you don't need to keep any type of like visual facade or whatever um for social media, like that's just all like this weird stuff that I used to think way back when I was starting. So it's really cool to get on podcasts and just talk with people, especially like you, like you, Miles, Kenny, I feel like we're all in this. Um, would you say it's like a some type of there's a, like a music culture or group yeah. in Minnesota that we're just all like in tune in. And it's really cool to be a part of. Yeah. And I, I feel like it's getting tighter you know, as, as mm -hmm. time goes on too. Um, I've been talking to a lot of people about, about this, uh, how much unity over the last few years I've, I've really felt from the community. Um, and just meeting tons of new people and, um, relationships just getting stronger and stronger. So yeah, de definitely. There's definitely this, this tight knit community that's building and forming and I love it. Yeah. What is your background in music? when did you get started, uh, singing and stuff? I started singing, from a really young age, um, my mom used to sing lullabies to me all the time. And I started just like casually singing around the house, blah, 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 when I was probably in kindergarten. And then I did a talent show in third grade that was like, yeah, I'm a singer. Like, I want to be a singer. And then my mom put me into like some acting, dancing, singing, um, like extracurriculars when I was in elementary. And then I did choir all throughout my school years. I was in concert choir in college. And so I have that's like where my 
formal training is when it comes to like technique for like singing um, and like reading music and stuff like that. Um, but I taught myself how to play guitar when I was like 14 or 15 off of YouTube and started posting covers and stuff like that. And then that's when I really started um, like trying to like rewrite the the big hits, you know, and doing like a female response or um, just making my own stuff and putting it out there for people to like watch and listen to on YouTube. That's amazing. Yeah. I, I, you, you do a lot of covers. I just heard your cover of Midnight Sky by Miley Cyrus. That's it was, it was dope. Thank you. That was a really fun one to do and kind of complicated because I can't hit some of those notes. So it was a lot of like modifying with instrumental to try to figure out what I could do to still bring the song like justice, but also make it my own at the same time. When did you start recording and, and actually like laying down your tracks? 2017 is when I started actually like recording my vocals um, and like making like putting it all on Spotify and like those uh, distribution platforms, you know, mm-hmm. Um and I trans, I like stopped doing YouTube for a while. I, I still haven't like really posted much like how I did when I was in high school and in like college. Um, but that's when I started doing the more like official sounding stuff. You're relatively new to that then. Yeah, I started out. Who I met this guy who like was really great hype person who um he was just like, hey, like you you need to you're a great singer. Like you need to do this. Like you need to bring it to the next level. Let's go. And I was like, OK. And so I met a group of like a handful of people who were super talented. And um I was actually I listened to episode 10 with Miles in it like right before I hopped on. Um, and the person who was like the first uh, studio I ever like stepped into and like recorded my first like original song with. Um, like the vocal wise was with Derek Branch when he was like charging hourly to like record people and stuff like that. And I remember going in there in 2017, like that summer of, and he was recording me and he's like, dude, you don't, why are you here? Like, you don't need me. Like, this is really easy to do. Like, you could totally do this and just send it to me and I can just mix it for you. But you really don't have to be here. You know exactly what you're doing. And like, um, your vocals need like very minimal tuning. And so I was like, what does that even mean? Like, I I don't really understand. I'm just here because, like, I'm trying to make it to the next level or whatever right. people want to call it. And he just basically told me, like, you don't need anybody. Like, t- maybe just think about just doing it yourself and you could really capitalize and, like, keep everything. And I, like, that was the nicest thing and, like, most honest thing anyone's ever told me. Because at the time, the person I was working for wanted, like, a massive cut in what I was doing. Thinking back now was really unfair. Mm-hmm. Um and so he was just kind of like looking out for me in a sense when we had like just first met, which I thought was really awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. And I noticed a lot of your original songs are like collaborations with different mm-hmm. producers. How do you usually go about finding different people to collaborate with like that? I've got a lot of uh, really weird, unconventional ways that I've done it. I've met producers through Tinder. Um, oh, wow. Just, yeah, like super fucking random. And, Um, that was actually how it snowballed. So in 2017, I met this producer through Tinder and like, I just wrote like that I sing, blah, blah. I like my song on my profile was my song like on Spotify. And I met this guy who produced EDM music, but hadn't released anything yet. And we matched and I was like, Hey, do you want to make a song? He's like, yeah, let's do it. And then we, from there moved it to like real person made a song. He didn't like it. We ended up scratching the whole thing. And then a year later, he had another song that he wanted to do. And we ended up working on that song and releasing it. Um, And so 
Then I believe in like 2018, we released a song together. And that's when I was able to kind of like, I don't know, like have some something in my catalog that shows like I could be on these type of tracks. And then his friends started reaching out to me um, to like work on those specific type of like top lining tracks and collaboration features, um, whatever you want to call it. And then that was one way I was reaching people. Another way is just like adding, uh, being a part of like a bunch of Facebook groups that do music and just kind of like pitching yourself out there, just like commenting on people's posts or finding people through Instagram and hashtags are my best friend. Um, Currently, I've been finding a lot of people through TikTok, which has been super cool. That's awesome. Yeah, like people I would have, like I've never seen or heard of before, but they're just so freaking talented. And um, I would follow them and comment on their videos and they would follow me back and then comment on my videos. And I would like slide in the DMs be like, hey, like let's like let's work together. We would make some crazy shit. And now I have like two songs pending on release that I finished with two separate artists who are just like super talented and I'm super excited for the world to hear them. That's what's up. Congrats. Yeah. And your latest song, uh, 21, um, that's with this producer, uh, what Chrono is his name? Yep. Yeah. They're, they are a French duo. Oh, okay. Um, I think they're brothers and that one came through just like a lot of people just email me through just my, my music email and they'll ask if like I'm down to collaborate. Um, and it was actually their manager that hit me up. Oh, cool. That's that's amazing. I, I love that song, by the way. That's one of my Thank favorite you. songs I think you've released. I think it's amazing. So the, that's really interesting that you started collaborating with people on Tinder. Do a lot of musicians do that? <laughs> Is that a I thing? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I have no idea. Because it's crazy because, I mean, I always joke about this with my girlfriend. Uh, Tinder wasn't even a thing when we started dating because we started dating mm. like a decade ago. Um, so it was like released i think like the next year so we have no idea what you know these dating apps are still i mean Mm -hmm. we hear about it and stuff but like we don't have them so um i always just assumed that tinder was just for like hooking up and stuff so yeah (laughs) that's really interesting that's cool though it's really funny because i was doing this like when i was single right it's like like before i met like my boyfriend and everything but even then like i when I met my boyfriend, I was like, hey, would you be opposed to the idea of like me using Tinder um, still not like to meet people, but use like literally just so people can see my face and listen to my music and just make them go on a scavenger hunt to see if they'd like look like what I would say is like my profile would be on Tinder and it'd be like, if you can find my Facebook profile and screenshot and send it to me, I'll be super impressed. And like everybody would just go through, they'd find my music and like in in the search to look for me and then they would message me and say like oh my gosh like I didn't know you saying like I like your music blah blah and I like use that as a way to just like get people to search for me <laughs> um and then got them that way that's badass that's super cool that's that's really impressive I I wouldn't even think of that that's that's genius I thought it was just like more fun and cool like a different way to just get people engaged without not necessarily tricking them because you can't even send like screenshots <laughs> through right. Tinder. Like you can't send pictures. Um, but it was cool. So I had an understanding with my boyfriend. They're like, yeah, let's just do it. Like, let's see how many more like people you can get the attention of. And that was fun. 
That's super cool. Um, so what would you suggest to like a younger singer who's just who's extremely talented but just getting started and they have no idea where to take their music? I guess what I would tell them is to find like maybe three people they look up to like already in the industry and dig up every single thing you can about that person and do what they did because they they got to where they were today because of what they've done, right? So I would like read their bios, see what they studied, see who they talked to, what their like habits were during the day and like maybe replicate that. Um, and also just practicing like every single day. So even because I've, I've been through these like phases where I didn't sing for months and that affects you. Like your, yeah. like your voice just does not sound as good when you're not practicing every single day. So practice every single day, even if it's for like five or ten minutes, because that helps you a lot. And YouTube is like the king, the queen of finding um, voice exercises to like strengthen X, Y, Z, whatever you're trying to like, whatever dynamic you're working on. Um, YouTube is great for that. And it's free. And then also like cultivating a group of people around you who you trust, who you can go to for like advice. Um, and like, don't be afraid to email someone who you you think is like too high. The worst thing they can say is no. And get really, really comfortable with rejection because that is all this is. Absolutely. It's just a, it's a numbers game and you just got to get really comfortable with people saying no. I'm still like getting there. It's really hard, you know, um, but and it hurts your feelings because you put so much work into like what you do and like your heart and your soul. And when someone rejects it, you're like, wow, like I'm not good enough. But just realize that you are not the sum of that one project or that one song. So and it's just an opinion like the next person might just love it. So it's not a big deal. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'm 35 and I'm still kind of finding my way so that I mean, even even with what you said that resonates with me as well. I mean, cause I've had so many setbacks and so many mm -hmm. um, failures and rejections and no's and stuff like that. But, you know, I keep trying, I keep going mm -hmm. and you know, those little wins, you know, they stack up over time, mm -hmm. you know, and you just gotta, you just gotta keep going. You just gotta keep, keep trying. I listened to this podcast um, by Lewis Howes. It's called the school of greatness. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. I've heard of it. Yeah. I started listening to him like a few years ago um, and I listen to him mostly when I like need some inspiration um, and he talks about or he had an interview with this guy that basically um, explained that like we get so caught up in the end goal that we don't reward ourselves for doing all the hard work. So when we get to the, when we get to the end goal or whatever it is we want, it doesn't feel good like how we thought it would feel yeah and so a lot of it's just like being mindful like in the moment and like patting yourself on the back for literally every single little thing that you do like um for you even like creating this podcast and like re like recording it and editing it all the little things and then one day you're gonna have like a million yeah. listeners wanting to listen to you and that's not gonna feel as great if you don't appreciate all the tiny little steps you took to get there yeah exactly i, th I think you almost need to just enjoy the the journey you know even mm -hmm. more than the rewards you know and the and that end goal patience patience is is key literally patience and persistence oh my mm -hmm. goodness what are some of the major obstacles that you've had to to overcome in your career i think the biggest one in my life was like m my own confidence versus like what i was hearing externally yep. um my parents like 
when I was in high school, they thought like my music and stuff was so cool and they loved it and everything. But once I got into college and I still like for whatever reason had this burning fire in me that still wanted to do it and not like, you know, get a, a traditional um, chem- chemistry or like doctor or like lawyer degree or, you know, all that, all that fun stuff. Um, that's when I heard a lot of like opposite opinions, basically letting me know that that's not going to make you money. And basically like letting people tell me that my worth equals a dollar amount Mm -hmm. that I can accumulate for myself was um, a huge thing I had to overcome and realize like that's not correct. That is not worth like money is not your worth. That's very, I don't know. I, I feel like that's just like what you are told when you're like a first, when you're first generation your parents have given up so much they couldn't even chase their dreams like they expect the same out of you which i understand where they're coming from where are your parents from my mom and dad are from laos and thailand i believe i i get the them two mixed up i don't know which one came from which but yeah they came over after the vietnam war and um my mom has her bachelor's degree and is like was working on her master's and I was, I was, I feel like I'm definitely like the black sheep of the family because everybody else is doing some, some like normal great stuff. And I'm just over here saying, like singing, singing songs. But, but you're amazing though. I mean, I feel like, I feel like it's only a matter of time, you know, and I mean, what I heard that you have like over 20 million streams on Spotify, like collectively. I think that was for last year. So right now I have over 95 for sure Jeez. over like 95 million yeah but i don't know you know that thing where i said you get so focused on the end goal that it doesn't feel big right I, yeah so i like i still have to try to connect and like really appreciate what i did because that still doesn't do anything like i feel like i could do better i, I don't even know it's like this horrible cycle that i have to like regulate in myself i completely relate to that i mean it's really hard i mean especially especially at my age when I'm, you know, 35 and, you know, I'm, I'm doing okay and, you know, stuff like that. But, um, the, the dollar, the dollar amount thing that you were talking about, I mean, that that's, that's what I have to constantly remind myself of is like, I'm not, my self worth is not a dollar amount. Like it, mm-hmm. it should not be dependent on that. Right. You know, I've, 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 you know, had so many different successes and yeah, I've had a bunch of failures, but you know, I I'm building a business and you know people recognize me for what I do mm-hmm. and you know I've had all these little wins so it it means something I just got to mm-hmm. keep at it and keep going um so yeah I, I I highly commend you for you know doing your own thing and deciding that that that's where your heart is because I I mean I I know that you're going to you're going to just keep improving and keep getting better Thank and, you. and keep this up you know I because you're you're extremely impressive. As far as 2020 goes, what kind of obstacles did you have to overcome last year in particular? I'm gonna tell you something that I don't I don't like tell the public ever usually. Like I kind of te- keep it on the deal because I don't know why. <laughs> Probably just an ego thing. Um, but in 2020, I was still working. So I was working part time at a restaurant, and. Um, that's kind of where I was just like making the money that I could use just to specifically go toward my uh, my bills, my like every month bills that I had um, to sustain my living. And then when the pandemic hit, you know how they shut down restaurants for like a really hot minute and then we were just home. Right. Well, I used that time. The first time we shut down, I didn't use that time. I wasted it. Oh, I, I like 
you know, worked on my body and health and blah, blah, blah. Um, but I didn't work on my music. And then I really regretted it, went back to work. And I realized like, wow, what am I doing? I had so much time. Like I really, like royally fucked that up. Um, sorry. Am I allowed to swear? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, good. <laughs> Fuck um, shit, so, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, the second time we got shut down, I took that time and I was like working on my music. Like I was like really putting in a lot of work into it because I was like, this is what I want to do. Like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm just fucking around and living life, not trying to chase my goals. And um, so I started working on my music during the second shutdown. And then I realized like when I was putting like overtime into my work and not using work as an excuse to not have enough time because for whatever reason, I always had the excuse that I didn't have enough time, but that was just me like not having enough time. Yeah. Like I, it was a priority, um, wasn't a priority. So I made it one, worked really hard on that music, started having like a streamline of like projects coming out. And then when they wanted me to go back to work, I was just like, like hit with this realization, like, do I want to, like I'm here because I'm making money to pay my bills, but if I just double down on my music, I don't need this part-time job. Yeah. Like, what am I doing? It's a safety net, like that I that I don't think I'm gonna succeed um, to make just a couple of bucks or whatever with my music. So I ended up leaving in 2020, um, right at the end of 2020, and then just kind of like going for it I like saved up enough um basically for like the next year and a half and like absolute minimal expenses that I have to pay in order to go and like survive and just giving myself the chance to really just do music with no part-time job or anything just kind of see where I can go when all my time is committed to it and so far it's been really cool because I like reached out to Miles right when I did it and I was like hey let me tell you what my goals are. And then he goes, oh, that's crazy. You want your songs on TV? Like, I'm working right now with something like that. I think I have an opportunity for you. And then we started meeting. And then, like, that just went in a whole cool direction where I get to um, try out every, like, facet of music-type jobs or whatever and see, I don't know, what works and what fits and all that fun stuff. That's awesome. That That's very similar to what uh, Kenny Gray did as well. Like yeah. At, at the exact same time. Yeah, he's actually like. the one who inspired me. Um, really? I figured because yep. it sounded very similar. I mean, like your your story with what you're telling me with how you saved up and, um, you know, quit your job. And yeah. So did you do that in December then? Right. Like after he did? Yep. Literally right at the I think I started in January. So he was like posting a lot of cool stuff on TikTok. And me and Kenny um, are actually working on. We have a cover that we're doing together that's finished. We just have to like hit, like pick a date to release it. And um, we have been like pretty like open about like what we're doing, like the struggles and keeping each yeah. other on basically on task, basically. And that's been a really cool friend to have for sure, like in your circle. He's super talented. Oh, absolutely. Such a go-getter, dude. And um really brutally honest which is yeah. what everybody needs yeah i mean he's he's amazing i i'm not sure if you saw the episode that i did with him i i did an episode with him and um i mean i've known him for like four or so years at this point but um that dude never ceases to amaze me i mean yeah his most recent song uh wow i mean that that's so shit, good that's a hit like that mm -hmm. is a hit 
and yep. the stuff he's been doing on TikTok and just how much he, he's been growing and evolving it's just been insane to watch oh i think i realized where you said you heard from me through kenny um in 2017 he asked me to be like one of the openers in his like show that he was throwing at um that coffee house at the depot i think at the depot yeah and so i don't know if maybe that's when maybe because that's when i started working with him and um Hmm. I think it was 2017. It was either 27 or early 2018. Um, hmm. I put him on a few shows because I was, you know, heavily booking shows at that time. Cool. Um, I think I think we were gonna get you on one, but it, the timing didn't work out for whatever reason. Hmm. Um, I, I can't remember why that was. Um, but that's that's awesome that you got a song with him, though. I'm I'm looking forward to hearing that. Me too, and also um, talking about just working on original stuff together is really exciting too. I'm really trying to get um, back into producing this year. Um, yeah. Because I think we talked about that a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm a hip hop dude, you know, through and through, but I listen to way more pop music than I do hip hop these days. Like, I mean, yeah. I love, I'm, I mean, I, I was raised on hip hop. I mean, ever since I was like little ass kid. Um, mm-hmm. But pop has just been my, especially indie pop. That's just been my thing lately. Oh, I love to hear that. All I listen to, but it's really driving me crazy that all I produced is is hip-hop at this point um which I mean it's it's not a bad thing obviously but I really 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 want to get into producing pop so I'm, I'm trying to uh teach myself more music theory um because I'm a very sample-based dude you know I come from like chopping you know old samples and stuff like that and making hip-hop beats and stuff like that so I'm trying mm-hmm. to learn chord structures and all that stuff and um it's it's a challenge. It's a new it's challenge. It's so hard. I like I honestly don't even know it that well like and I like studied it. <laughs> right. It's hard. I mean, and I took, you know, I went to IPR and I took like mm-hmm. three music theory classes and for whatever reason it just did not stick in my head and I'm like kicking myself for it cuz I I really want to learn it. And it's funny cuz my mom actually told me when um that when I was 7 Cause she never pushed me to like do anything. She never like made me do anything. But yeah. when I was seven, she asked if I wanted to take piano lessons and I said, no, Do you regret that today. <laughs> right. Like wh- why didn't you make me take piano lessons? Right. Like drag me to those piano lessons, kicking and screaming. Like I, sw- mm-hmm. I swear that I'm, I don't know if I ever have kids, like I'm going to, I'm going to like whatever. I don't know. I feel like I'm going to make them do that shit. Even I though I feel like, like they'd appreciate it. Yeah, later later on they they would appreciate that. Um, so what are your uh like ultimate career goals? Like where where do you see yourself in the next like four or five years? Or hope to see yourself. I hope to see myself basically. Um, where my all my my music is creating income for me to the point where I can start investing it in other things besides music, um, whether that like that stocks or like properties or something like that, basically making enough to cover my bills, leisure and like future business adventures (laughs) is where I want to get. But also, um, I'd love to right now, my goal is like to get a song that I worked on on television or in a movie or anything. Um, That's one solid goal I have. I'd love to have a really small short EP, maybe four or five tracks of just original original music out or ready to be out and just finished and Yeah, I think I was going to ask you about that cuz you don't have any like 
just Amanda Yang EPs or yeah. albums. Mm-hmm. And so I want to work on that. I've been so busy doing like collaborations and like working on other stuff and not really focusing on like Amanda Yang solo stuff. And I've realized that um, before you had asked me like what was like a, a hurdle I have to get over. And a lot of that's just I don't produce like to the extent of a lot of the people I work with. And so one way I got around that so I could start releasing music, um, even if it was a collaboration, was collaborating with other that makes people. Sense. And so that was like my way of getting original music out there, too, because usually like 95 percent of the songs that are originals, 97, I want to say just 99 percent. Yeah. Of the songs that are originals, collaborations, I've top lined them all like they come with the instrumental. I top line it, create the harmonies, um, ad libs, everything. And it's really like a like a 50 50 type of collaboration type of thing. But I've realized that because and this sucks um, to admit, but because my name is secondary, right, um, I don't get the same type of retention that I would like, even if it was the story and the song that I, I had like helped contribute to. It's not necessarily my song. That's not how people usually view it, because when you click the song and then you click the artist, it, it'll go to the, the first person that um is listed and it doesn't take you to the second person so i'm just like i need to start working on the solo stuff because like i want people to know like my my story and you know all that fun stuff you have a daw to like you know get started on your own producing yeah i do i use logic oh okay uh, nice 10 i just made a a track actually from like scratch i I was really proud of myself (laughs) that's badass um finished the song and everything and I sent it to Miles and we're working on like he's just kind of fine-tuning it like yeah. the engineering stuff and so that that'll be interesting to see how it comes out it's it's so different like it's not EDM right so it's it's like a sound that I feel is true to me so it, it'll be really interesting to see how that pans out so it's not EDM so is it more like singer songwritery or is it more like upbeat like what what kind of style is it you think yeah, it's that indie pop stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sweet. So I'm excited for it. It, it kind of sounds like a mix of Conan Gray. And um, I, I was inspired by that one girl, Claro. She has a oh, song yep, called like yep. Hot Cheetos or something like her. that. Yep. yep. So I was inspired by like just the rhythm and like the how like unfiltered her voice was. It was just very raw sounding. Um, so it was that mixed with a little bit. I, I started writing it right after her driver's license. And I was like, OK, like, let's just make it a thing. That's cool. I mean, yeah, I mean, because because I mean, if you know, like if you've been playing all your life pretty much and, you know, like, you know, song structure and you know that there's no reason why you can't teach yourself yeah. to, you know, to produce and to, to make your own tracks and stuff like that, because it, it's really all about sound selection. Um Sound selection is the biggest uh, thing because, you know, I know some people that are just brilliant musicians, but they just can't choose the right sound. So, you know, yeah, the the music is there, but if you don't know how to pick your sounds, it just doesn't come out right. It took a a while. I basically just realized, like, if I'm going to really want to become a songwriter, I'll have to have more than just the MP3 file of me singing it, you know, with my guitar. Like, I have to figure out how to digitize it and um, map it out. Yeah, and I'm, I'm in a similar thing, like I said, with my production, because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm really, 
uh, I have the sound selection down. Now I'm just like kind of reverse, like I have the reverse problem um, really. Cause like now I just got to like figure out um, how to actually play it. I feel like we could help each other out here. Yeah. I've, <laughs> I've, I would love to, I would love to collaborate with you. I, I've been, like I said, I've been a fan for a minute. So I, I would love that. That'd be, that'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. Yeah. I'm so down. I, I want to, I realized recently that, um, I don't know why it takes me so long to realize these things. Like, there's like oh, you know, a little yeah. slower than same, the most, like same. everybody. But um, you can't put your eggs in one basket, right? Yep. Like, you can't just rely on one person to do something for you. No matter how talented that one person is, you want uh, like other people to be in your corner to be working with you, so you have like a whole team of people you can work with, and you're not limited to like one particular sound or Definitely. one you know, thing like that. And usually that's how most albums are made anyway. Like not one person, one solo person produced one track. It's oh, always yeah. multiple hands on something. Teamwork makes the dream work. If you look at a Beyond, the credits on in the Beyonce album, she mm-hmm. has like 10 producers on each song. You know, that's it's, ridiculous. It's just that's insane. Crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, like you said, teamwork makes the dream work for sure. Um, So, uh, I guess we talked about like every major thing that I would want to talk to you about. Um, uh, what what is your goal for like the next year? Um, what do you uh, what do you have to impart on everybody? I started that writing adventure with Miles um, for Sync. So my goal is to have for the next year to have at least ten finished songs that we've already submitted, um, which I think is super doable. I'm sure we'll like surpass that, but ten is doable like I know for sure I'll reach that goal (laughs) and then um I am planning on like doing I want to do another photo shoot like I've never done an official photo shoot so I want to hire a photographer to get like shots for whatever um project that I'll have coming out that EP project so I have real really nice crisp stuff that I can use um I want to update my website and get that all going i have plans for merch when i start releasing the songs i'm working on that go like hand in hand with um the the singles ep project that i have um like i have designs and everything ready and so getting that all set up through um a distributor so i've been looking at like shopify um my friend also recommended another one to me so um, getting that ready i just really want to just focus on writing. Like I love songwriting so much, even if it's not for myself, but I know that I need to start honing in on my solo stuff. So I'm really going to start focusing. I really have already have started focusing on that, but actually getting it set for release, not just holding on to it and not sharing it with anybody. Right. That's dope. Would would you want to do like songwrite for other people then? Like, uh, like other people in the industry? Yeah, I think that'd be cool. I am dabbling in the idea of um, trying to pitch songs to uh, other artists that I just wouldn't use for myself because I just doesn't resonate with me. They're not bad songs. It's just I feel like somebody else could do it better. And so um, while I'm working with Miles, I'm like picking up from him that he he's super, super smart when it comes to like everything just yeah literally (laughs) I can't even pinpoint it but I show him these songs I have in like my vault and he goes these are your throwaways and I'm like yeah and he goes you should 
be pitching these songs to other artists. And I was like, how do you do that? Like, what's what? Like, how? And so I'm going to look into doing that because that really affirmed, like, he really affirmed that I could do something with it besides just toss it out. So. That's dope. Yeah, I'm I'm actually a lyric writer as well. I started as a rapper. Um, and so I, cool. ha- I have tons of uh, just, like, choruses and um, lines and stuff that I could never use just because they don't apply to me. But mm-hmm. I wrote them, so I'm like, fuck. I would I would love to get into writing for other people. That would be right. That'd be amazing. Cause I and for some reason, like I'll wake up. Does this ever happen to you? You where you'll just like wake up and song lyrics already be there. You'll just yep. like have them in your head, and you just have to like write them down or like hum them into your phone or record them. Yep, that happens to me all the time, especially when I'm driving. Um, yep. So I'll just be like driving and no radio on, but this melody is just there i'll mm-hmm. literally hit the record on my voice memo while i'm driving i'm just like singing it yep. and then i get to work and i'm just like i have this for later i'm gonna write something to it <laughs> it's really cool yeah that happened to me the other day where um i mean like it'll either be like i'll have like a studio session in a dream or like i'll just like i not even remember the dream but i'll just wake up and a song lyric will be there and i had like at six o'clock in the morning i had to like hum this melody um and like sing this lyric into my phone so i didn't forget it and i have tons of those just laying around that like i don't even know what to do with because they don't really apply to my own life and i don't have anything anywhere to put them so yeah so the next step is like how do you how do we get these to right. the right people right <laughs> Yeah, and I I need to talk to Miles because I uh, you know I I got a bunch of ideas that I need to pitch him as well. Is uh so is he managing you now or are you just doing your own thing? Um, he did like in the past. Um, but then I then we kind of like stopped that and real like I realized it was just a little easier for me to do it on my own. Um, but now we're just like what is it? just like partners like songwriting Sweet. partners, yeah. That's amazing. But he's like my go-to if I have any questions about publishing or royalties or like contract anything. He's so freaking smart. Oh yeah, uh, it's like insane. A wizard. Like I, I end up. I mean, every time I go to his house, it's been a while, but um, every time I stay there for like an extra two hours, just like listening to him talk about all this shit, and I'm just like mm-hmm. a sponge. And I mean, he's like ten years younger than me, but I, I swear, I learned so much more from him than he probably does from me because that dude is just a whiz kid it's insane right and he's you can tell his heart's in the right place because he truly wants to help people and i think that's where a lot of people's successes come from like sustaining success is when your intentions are true like that like you are doing it for other people for a cause yep that's yeah we're just over here fangirling about right (laughs) about kenny and miles and Well, because we know so many dope people. Um, and I mean, yeah, and then that's really why I started this podcast was to to kind of get those names out there and to get, you know, all these different voices heard, you know, because there are so many smart and talented people that we know that um, the world needs to hear about, you know? Mm-hmm. I think that's amazing. Yeah. And you're you're one of those people. Um Cause I I feel like I feel like you're gonna do some big shit, and I can't wait to to witness it. And Thanks. I would love to, however I can be a part of it, even even just to be a fanboy. Um, I would I would love to be a part of it. Oh, actually, I actually 
like pitch this idea to Miles earlier and like about me asking you this question. <laughs> um, but you know how you make sample packs to sell? Yeah, yep. I've always wanted to make a voice sample pack of like basically like how Kiara did it. I don't know if you know. Oh, who yeah, she is. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to make a sample pack. That would be sick. It'd be so cool if we could like do a joint. I don't even know. I don't even know what it entails. Yeah. Hundred percent, we'll do that. Let's do it. Um, yeah, fuck yeah, that's awesome. It, it would be it. It's so easy for me. Like I, it's it's like it's fun for me. Like I'll literally like, I mean, basically the process is I'll probably, unless you had like a song or whatever that you wanted me to chop up, I would probably just have like, you know, either like a like a rough beat or like just even a click track and just have mm-hmm. you, you know, do different runs of ad libs and stuff like that. Um, and then I chop it up and you know add effects whatever um it's what i do for fun like i just i sit there like all day at my day job because i work at a group home so i just sit there on my laptop and i'll like either be making samples or sorting my sample library like that is my my sample library is insane like it's the one thing that i brag about because like i spend an in and a ridiculous amount of time on it i mean it's it's crazy so that's why and that's another reason why i'm so itching to produce and do this stuff because i i know that i have all of these sounds and you know abilities when it comes to that stuff so absolutely i would love to help you out with that yeah let's fucking do it that's so exciting yeah just let me know when you want to get started and we'll we'll get it figured out yeah you have to give me like the rundown of what i even have to do because i i I don't even know oh (laughs) yeah i'm just gonna bring the voice that's it yeah i'll give you like a step-by-step on on everything and like how the process would go and stuff like that. It's amazing. So, hell yeah. Well, f- hell yeah. Uh, we talked about a lot of great stuff. Um, any last words that you would like to leave everybody with? Honestly, I think you should just live your life the way that you would feel most fulfilled. If you were to die tomorrow, you'd be like, yeah, I lived a good life and I'm really happy of the things I brought into this world. I think that's the life you should be using or living. And if you ask yourself that question right now and the answer is like, no, I'm not bringing any value into the world with what I'm doing, then maybe reevaluate what you're doing right now and chase something or pursue something. Even if you still like work a full time job, you can still like um, chase your passions. Like there's the only excuses we have are the ones like we create, you know, so absolutely just make sure you're bringing value into the world that makes you happy and when you die you know that you tried your best and that's honestly the only thing i have left to say 100 percent. well thank you so much for joining me it was a pleasure to talk to you you're an amazing individual i'm a huge fan and i hope that we work together a lot in the future same it was great meeting you yeah hell yeah nice to meet you have a great night you too talk to you soon bye